And I'm Crystal. We are two homeschooling moms who hope to uplift, encourage, and inspire you all while keeping it real. Hello, and thank you guys for listening to Inspired to Homeschool. We hope you are all having a wonderful week. It has been a really great start to our week. How about you, Crystal? How are you today? We are doing good. We are so grateful that it's finally warming up and we can get outside a little bit better now. So yeah, it's been great. Yes. Yesterday here, it was 80 degrees in North Texas and the kids and I were able to really enjoy the weather and nature and oh, happy spring, by the way. It is officially spring. Yay. I know. I'm so excited. I actually looked up today. I Google searched when the first day of spring was and it was yesterday. So my kids and I were super excited (laughs) that it's actually spring now. Oh, man, I'm so happy. We've been looking forward to spring since January 1st, I think. That's how long we've been (laughs) looking forward to it. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So today, we're so happy to talk to you a little bit about homeschooling multiple ages. I think this is a question that a lot of moms have as they consider homeschooling their children. You wonder, how in the world am I going to homeschool my kids and create a schedule that actually works? But you can (laughs) definitely do it. Right, Crystal? You and I are both proof of that, right? Yes, it takes a little bit of learning, right? But it's totally doable. Yes, it is. So Crystal, now you have four children ranging from elementary all the way through high school. So can you share some of the things that work for you? Absolutely. I'd love to. One of the first things that I thought I would share that I feel is super important, and this was something that a good friend of mine who always homeschooled her kids, this is something that she told me to do, and I find it super important and useful, and it's using multi-age curriculum. So when we talk about multi-age curriculum, we're talking about a curriculum that you can use for all your kids. So in our household, like Mary was saying... We have high schoolers and we have elementary school age children. Finding multi-age curriculum can make things a lot easier. Obviously, math and English are more one-on-one depending on what level your child's at. However, art, PE, music, and even science and history can be taught together. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's true. Yes. History and science curriculums can support teaching multi-age so everyone can listen and learn, but then you can also add appropriate activities and extra resources for those older children. This yeah, is how great. we Yeah, this is how we do our American history studies in our home because we're doing American history this year. Yeah. <laughs> we are able to read about certain times in history and visit historic sites, watch videos and talk about it together. My older children then they have extra reading and extra study assignments to make sure they qualify for an actual high school credit because you need so many hours in learning each subject. I love that. I love that you can teach all your children one subject at the same time. I just think you're saving so much time and you get to teach all your kids and then you can send your high school children off to do some independent work on that particular subject. I love it. It makes it so much easier when you have such a wide range of students at home. And it's kind of nice because the younger kids, they get to learn kind of what the high school kids are learning. But then the high school kids obviously break off and do more studies and dive deeper into those subjects. So approaching it this way allows us to all learn the same content at the same time. It makes my younger kids excited to want to learn with the older kids, but then it also allows my older kids to break off, become more independent, and dive deeper into those subjects. Yeah, that's great. And I love multi-age learning. We do that as well with history and art and some of our other subjects that are not, like you said, math and English. Right. 
I know for us, one thing that I believe works for everyone, regardless of your parenting or educational philosophy, is making a plan. Now, it doesn't need to be a detailed plan, but maybe an outline to establish your daily routine or a daily like rhythm for your family, what works for you. I think it helps us all stay a little more focused that way. So obviously my plan is going to look different than your plan because our families have different needs. But one thing that helps us, yeah, is morning time routine. And I think everyone probably already does something similar to this, but you may call it something different, but we call it morning time. During this time period, my children and I, we work on our morning routines together and focus on what I feel is most important before they start their independent work. So first thing in the morning for us, before we even start school, I get out my dry erase board and I write the day of the week at the top, and then I list all the subjects that need to be completed that day. For us, there's not a particular order. After morning time, I just list them out, and I let the children choose what they want to work on and in what order for independent study. But the things that we do together, we do during morning time, and this will, of course, vary for each family. It's really what you want to make a priority that day. So most of our morning time is the same each day. We start with a prayer, and we do a daily scripture study or a Bible story. So after Bible study, we do our Pledge of Allegiance. We sing a patriotic song, and then we will work on whatever our goals are for the week. Sometimes my children do journals as well. That's not a daily thing to do, but it just varies. And honestly, this can be whatever you feel is important to your family. I just gave you some examples of what we do, but it can truly be anything. Maybe your family loves geography and differing cultures. So maybe during morning time, you want to study a new culture or a new country with your family. Or maybe your family loves classical music and you use this time to study the arts. Whatever the case may be, I really feel that morning time helps us get on the right track and helps center us before we move forward with the day. I agree, Mary. I think it's so important to have that almost like a morning meeting. It's not really like a meeting, but having that morning time together to kind of get started with your day kind of puts everybody in that learning mode. So I really love that. Your examples of things that you do, and like you said, we're all different and we all do different things within our homeschool in the morning, but I really love morning time where we can kind of start our day together. We found it's really helpful. We've tried it different ways since beginning homeschooling, but we always come back to this morning time routine that we start off with. And of course, after this, then my kids can do as much independent work as possible, but I'm Mm -hmm. nearby. And of course, we're helping them with questions they have. But as long as we start with our morning routine, our morning time, then the rest of the day usually goes smoothly. (laughs) No, that's great. And I love kind of what you were saying, how you start with your morning routine kids can kind of go to their independent work. And so that's something that I think is important is to teach our kids to be able to be independent learners. (laughs) Because as children get older and become better learners, better readers, they can start working independently. I believe this is so important, especially for older children to do, as it helps prepare them for future learning, like college, trade school, or whatever field they choose in life. Kind of gets them prepared for being able to be responsible with their own time. I agree. And it just makes them feel good, you know, that they actually accomplish something. They they see what they need to do and they do it on their own. It's good to figure out what subjects your child enjoys because if they enjoy it, then learning will come easy, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yep. Yeah. Then after you know what subjects your child is really enjoying, then you can pick a curriculum that is geared towards independent work and let them just fly. Just let them go. (laughs) So my older children 
work on math, English, biology, and a few extracurricular activities on their own. They check in with me daily. We talk about the work that needs to be done, and then they go to work independently. And then normally they come back and they show me later in that day the things that they've been able to complete. And I just love that because I feel like it gives them responsibility, like you talked about, Mary, and it teaches them Mm -hmm. to be self-starters, right? Because that's really what we want. We want want to raise people that can be self-starters, self-motivators. Plus, it also teaches them to learn about deadlines and manage their time wisely, right? Yes. Yeah. It gives you the opportunity, you know, as a teacher to work one-on-one with another child who might need more help. So like for me, my older two kids can work pretty much independently on their own most of the time. Now, granted, there are some subjects and some things that we have to step in and help with from time to time. For the most part, they're able to work independently. And that gives me the opportunity to work with like my kindergartner who is learning so much right now and really needs that one-on-one time to learn letters, numbers, reading, whatever it is that we're working on. I really find that independent learning is the way to go when your kids get to that appropriate age. Yeah, I love that. I love that you're able to, you want to say juggle, juggle it all. But, That's you right. know, four kids, <laughs> like you're juggling, but you're able to do it. And I love that your older kids are able to, you know, study on their own and you're able to still give one-on-one time to your children when they need it. And I appreciate that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mary, do you have any other tips that can help uh, with teaching multi-age children? Another thing that helps me is attempting to manage the chaos in our schoolroom and staying organized. And I say attempt because this is something that I work on daily. When you have more than one child, I think it's so important to have some type of organizational system in place or it can be extremely overwhelming. So what has worked for me is organizational bins. I've given each of my children a bin that keeps all of their daily independent work in. I also have a bin for myself. So I put the work that we do together (laughs) in that bin because if I didn't have that bin, I don't know where those items would end up. Uh, I'm not the most organized. I would love to be organized, but it is not my strength. I'm working on it. I don't, I don't know, Mary. <laughs> you, sound, you sound pretty organized. Like I, my stuff just put on a yeah. shelf right now. I'm like, oh, I should totally get bins. <laughs> you totally like inspired me no, to like no. do this. <laughs> well, I always have inspired someone. Uh. <laughs> no, no. So, well, as I mentioned before, so I really, uh, do need to be more organized. So um, what I do is, like I said, I write out what needs to be accomplished each day on a big dry erase board. And I think I got it at five below, to be honest. It was a big one. It wasn't very expensive. And this has been super helpful in keeping me and the kids on task. So I write it out each day and then I just put it up somewhere in the schoolroom where everyone can see it. And then there's little boxes, little check boxes I put on on the board. And my kids, as they finish each subject, they'll go just color in their box. So they know where they are and what they have left. And then it, you know, helps me know what the kids need to be working on and what they haven't finished. I really like that because I think for me, I'm a visual learner. And so to see the progress, I think that is so helpful for children to see their progress as they go throughout their day. So I really like that. Yeah, I agree. And it's so fun. Even my older child. (laughs) He likes to go in and fill in his box that he's done. (laughs) I think it just feels good to see that, hey, I finished this subject. I don't have to worry about it. That's right. (laughs) Right. So um, also I am kind of old school and I use a daily planner. Again, this is what works for me. So you may not like to use a daily planner where you write something down. You might use your phone calendar, but this is just what I need. It works for me because like Crystal, I'm also a visual learner. I need to look mm-hmm. at what I what I have to do. So I found a great one on Amazon. 
it really keeps me organized enough to keep things at least moving somewhat in the right direction. So those are just a few things that we do to keep organized. And of course, I think this is good experience for your younger children when they have their own, for example, bins to put their items in. It teaches them responsibility and accountability on, you know, on some of their school items. So I think it's really important and it's been really helpful for me. And you can get bins anywhere. You can even take an old cardboard box and use that, you know, decorate it, whatever works for you, but it keeps you somewhat organized. I think that's what really matters. Yeah. I think it's so important, right? When we are teaching children in general, doing anything in life really in general is that we're organized because Man, there's been times where I've not been organized and things do not go as smoothly as planned when I'm not organized. So I think those are great ideas. (laughs) Absolutely. I think, you know, that quote comes to mind. If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. So that has been true in my life. So Mm -hmm. I try to plan. I don't always stick with the plan, but we at least have an outline of what we need to do if we have a plan. Yeah, I think that's great. We hope you guys have enjoyed listening to our podcast today, and we hope that we have helped make your journey a little easier. If you want to, please like and subscribe, and we hope you guys have a great rest of the week. 